This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am your host, as always, Stacey Ray. And if you are new to the show, lady, let me give you a little bit of an introduction. We are all about real, real, realness here. And, you know, it really comes down to the real conversations because why not have more real conversations about the real stuff going down in our everyday lives. So if you have not gotten the memo yet, there have been some delicious changes going down on the Lady Alpha and Lady Talk Radio scene. So if you are not yet a subscriber, you need to get your cute little booty over to weareladyalpha.com and get yourself subscribed. There are so many new powerful ways that we are going to be supporting you in all of your juicy goals this year and help you show up more powerfully in your everyday game. And we have an incredible list of wonderful people in the coming weeks to be sharing their message with you on Lady Talk Radio. I am so excited. And this is episode number 12. And we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics and something I know all of you lovely ladies can relate to as well. And being that it is still February and love is still in the air, hopefully we can just keep that around all year long, uh, I figured why not take a deep dive into self-care, you know, like the real, the real kind of self-care, not the stuff that we just talk about, but the real self-care and how to create more connection that feels good. So I invited one of my wonderful, somebody that I think is just so lovely on this topic particularly, and somebody that is so knowledgeable about all the different kind of moving parts when it comes to living a really wellness-based life. So her name is Kristen Price. She is a professional life coach. She's a certified nutritional practitioner. She is a food lover, she's a chef, and she is just simply lovely. And her passion is extremely contagious when it comes to this message. So I was really, really thrilled to have her come on and talk about this specifically. And her passion is really about like the deeper commitment to the whole food, uh, the whole body approach to wellness, to uncover like the root issues so that we're not just kind of like putting band-aids on um, different areas of our lives that are not working. So that's what I really love about Kristen. I actually met her at an event um, about a couple years ago now. And it was funny because it was a small event that is now actually really big. That's a local Vancouver event. And uh, me and Kristen had this moment afterwards where we had both taken the same life coach program. We had both taken the same nutrition program. We were both passionate about the same things. And so it was like we just were grooving on each other. So I'm excited to chat with her today. And I want to tell you a little bit more about her because she actually has a new company. And she's going to talk a little bit about this as well. But um, she's the founder of a, a brand called, Fa- uh, sorry, bleh. <laughs> I'm totally just stepping over myself uh, today. I had a really funny morning. So we'll talk about that probably too. Um, Kristen is the founder of Gather and Stay. It is a landing pad for people to nourish connections to themselves, others, and nature and inspire people to live well with real food and real conversations. So we're going to get along just fine. She is also a writer, a thought leader, and she has a successful private coaching practice where she works with heart-centered women to desire who desire we all desire, a deeper level of wellness, confidence, and connection in their lives. So as always, during the episode, you're welcome to send your questions, your comments, etc., to the email. We are no longer doing this show live. It's a long story, but it just works out so much better this way for you guys. So um, got a lot of cool comments last time. Thank you so much for sending your, uh, your comments and questions my way. I love to hear from you. So please make sure that you keep on doing that. I love to hear from you, girl. So let's just get Kristen on the phone and jump right into this conversation. Hold on. Hey, Kristen. Hi, Stacey. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me today. 
Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so looking forward to it. I know, right? We we actually had a little mm-hmm. a little mind slash heart jam about this conversation a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I think we just spent like an hour talking <laughs> about awesome <laughs> stuff versus yeah. the conversation. Pretty funny. Yeah, we could have recorded that. It would have been just as juicy. (laughs) Right? You know, and that's what I love about people who get it. And I just love that you're so passionate about this and you've created a brand that really supports people to to really just take care of themselves and get nourished right. So um, why don't we get started by you sharing a little bit about just kind of like behind the scenes of your life these days? Like what's what's happening Mm -hmm. in Kristen's life? Yeah, well, thanks for the thanks for the offer. Um, I just recently, well, I don't think I can say recently anymore, in May of 2016, <laughs> I made the move from the big city of Vancouver um, back to small town Souk um, in, on Vancouver Island, and it's actually where my dad grew up, so it's coming back to my roots, um, and my boyfriend and I bought a piece of property together, and we're building a house, so besides launching my business, that's sort of the biggest um, that's a huge life transition mm-hmm. that I've been going through lately, and it's a really exciting time of designing our house and, you know, picking out all the faucets, and, you know, you're an adult when you're like, look at this dishwasher, what do you think about <laughs> this one? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so cool. And, yeah, so between that and building my business, those are probably the two biggest things in my in my life going on right now, and um, really transitioning back to this life where a less hectic life and looking to be more connected with nature and the people around me. Um, most of my family's in Victoria, or at least on the island. So I originally had moved to Vancouver because I was like, I need to be free and I want to, you know, <laughs> not know anybody and I I want to go to all the different restaurants and I don't want to see any familiar faces. And, uh, you know, fast forward five years and I was like, you know, I want to move back to the island and be close to the people I love. And I actually do connected. want to run into them when I go out for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Well, congratulations on the building of your home and all of the adulting mm-hmm. that's coming with that. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> What's Very that adult. like, uh, like building a home and building a business at the same time? Uh, it's, it's kind of fun. There's a lot of similarities. And uh, for those who haven't been to my website yet, it's the, the experience when you go on my website is actually like entering my home. So mm. uh, right now we're actually just in the foundation stage. So we're of my house um, and my business actually. So there are a lot of parallels, but uh, we're, we're actually doing a lot of the building ourselves. So, you know, I come from, I'm, you know, I'm good with my hands and stuff, but I come from like a history degree and I, you know, used to serve back in university and never had I ever like been in the trades. <laughs> so um, I'm really fortunate to have a boyfriend who does have a lot of experience with that, but it's this complete new learning set of like building with my hands and seeing what I'm capable of and, you know, putting my intelligence use, being like, okay, well, I get this, this you know, this shouldn't be rocket science, but we've got to kind of go through these basic processes and, um, and learn, you know, how to do it and really challenging myself in a completely new way, which mm. is really fun. Cool. And I love the parallel. I didn't actually put that together. Yeah, because, well, we'll, we'll dive into a little bit about uh, Gather and Stay as well, but that's really interesting that it is like you're building a home and you're also building a home. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay. <laughs> Not sure if that was intentional, but <laughs> it's awesome. It, it was. Yeah. Nice. Well, my designer was like, hey, I have this idea. That makes so much sense. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, so 
when we talk about like self-care and I love that you're all about <laughs> slowing down and being more intentional and really engaged in your life, like was your life kind of always like that? Were you always passionate about this or was there sort of, you know, were you like a chicken with your head cut off <laughs> for like me for half your life? <laughs> and then you had like a breakthrough, like how did that kind of happen for you? Yeah, good question. Um, I, you know, I don't know if there was always something that I was completely aware of. I was always really active as a kid, so I was playing a lot of sports and mostly team sports um, throughout high school and whatnot and continued on when I was in university with rec league and stuff like that. But the whole idea of self-care wasn't something that I consciously thought of. And when I started in my career, my former career, um, I would... I got to the point where I was traveling quite a bit and you know, I was on the road and I was had a lot of pressure on myself to perform and I started to feel a lot of stress. And kind of on the side of that, I was also experimenting with different kinds of foods and eating um, more out of curiosity and my passion for food other, rather than fueling my body. But there were some of these parallels going on. And at one point, I decided to go back to school part-time to learn more about nutrition just to satisfy my curiosity and kind of have a more structured approach to learning. And when I started learning about how food could fuel my body, I, was, I became a lot more aware of self-care and what we put in and how we treat our body and how that can impact our experience of for example, stress and mental health and anxiety. And so that's when the notion of self-care really started clicking for me as I was really experiencing a lot of stress and then directly learning about it through this nutrition program. Mm -hmm. Wow, so cool. And like when you started to up your level of self-care, what what did you start to notice happened in your life? Well, I noticed there was a lot of resistance. Yeah, thanks. So, thanks for saying that. Uh, I'd be like, I should get more sleep. And then I'd be like, but I have to do all these things. But I um, want to watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I just tune out. Um, and at the time, I was working more than full time. I was had started a food blog. And, you know, so my weekends were really consumed. I'd go to the farmer's market and create a recipe and blog about it and put it on my website. And I'd go to this job. And then I'd go to school part time. And, um, and I was just operating at this level of busy that I think be normalized and not really taking into account, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, cooking is a form of self-care for me and, and that can be for a lot of people when you really enjoy an activity like painting or, you know, whatever it is, running can be a total form of self-care. Um, but what came up a lot was this, I can't just sit here. Like, I, um, you know, I kind of had self-care as, as stopping and stopping was unproductive and therefore... Um, sort of against the movement and flow of everything else that was going on in my life. And so I really struggled with actually, like, stopping. And, and when I did, you know, say, take a Friday night off and maybe have a bath and read, which is one of my favorite things to do because I loved my bathroom in Vancouver. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like a spa. Um, but then I'd also really battle these internal feelings of being like, what am I missing out on by staying in? You know, like, I feel lonely, maybe I shouldn't be by myself. And so it also, when I stopped, I suddenly had to um, also confront a lot of my inner critic and voices that were in my head that were um, telling me maybe, like, either telling me things that I didn't want to know about myself or being like, you should be out or you should be doing something or, you know, not doing self-care, essentially. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I so relate to that. And I've had this conversation a few times lately with people who are also experiencing that same resistance. So thanks for normalizing that. Um, and I, I loved what you said, like the busyness that was kind of normalized. Like, can we kind of go there for a second? Because I think that mm-hmm. for a lot of women um, that listen to the show particularly, it's like they're they're busy, you know, and they're out there and they're, maybe they have kids or they're, they're working in a career that's really high paced or they're running their own business. Like there's just a lot to do, right? And mm-hmm. there is that sort of normalized version of busy where, you know, we think that it's just totally okay and normal to be stressed and just running around all the time. Um, what can you kind of speak to that? Like um, in your own experience – is being busy actually productive (laughs) and is it actually like um something that is fulfilling because i think for a lot of us we're we're looking for that fulfillment in life and the busyness is almost like the the way to get us there like one day we're gonna wake up and be like oh i'm good now now i can take care of myself like (laughs) like, i know you have some cool insights on this so what is your kind of thought on that yeah, uh, thanks for saying that because I think that now that, like you said, we're as women, we run a household, we have busy careers, and the person that comes last on our list is us because we're like, oh, whatever, I can handle it myself. I'll do that thing. I was going to, you know, go get that massage next week or I'll, you know, go take that time off, you know, tomorrow. But first I'll deal with my kids, my friends, my my partner, my job, or whatever else it is that comes yeah. in front of us. and. You know, because everybody seems to be doing it, and you know, we've got social media showing all the great ways that we're all multitasking and, you know, supposedly right. killing it. Um, and suddenly it's like, oh, my gosh, if I can't do all of this, I must be a failure or I must not be good enough or whatever it is. And so we don't actually give ourselves permission to, to not be in that space. Mm-hmm. And the impact is, you know, stress can be in so many forms like you know. And we're just in a constant state of stress and then also not giving ourselves permission to 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 support ourselves in that way. Mm-hmm. And I love what you asked about, you know, um, is there, can it be productive to always be busy? And I think the, the answer behind that is there's a being behind the doing of it. Mm-hmm. So if we're doing all the things and we're overwhelmed, we're stressed out, we're mentally fatigued, we're not sleeping, then that's when it's really going to impact you. Um, alternatively, if you're in the flow and you're like have the creativity and you're passionate and you're like you're feeling excited, like that being behind the doing, there I would say that there's less of an impact than if you're forcing yourself to do all the things, even though what you really need is a break. So it's like that's where the resistance shows up. Yeah, and that's where the breakdowns start to happen. Yeah. Thanks for distinguishing the difference there because that's really powerful. Like, and, and I think some people, yeah, like if you're not really affected by being super busy and you're just in your zone and you're loving it and you're just like showing up and in like just, yeah, just in your mojo, then it's probably, mm-hmm. you know, going to be pretty effective for you because you're like turned on for life. But if you're actually just like super stressed and really depleted and really hungry for a day off, <laughs> like pushing through is probably not the, the most ideal thing. So yeah, thank you for, thank you for touching on that because that's a hugely powerful distinction that I'm seeing a lot with um with just women and, and really their needs not being met um and just being busy because it's like what they do. So cool. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah. I had a question that was underneath that one too. Oh, uh when you mentioned like self-care equaled stopping basically. Mm-hmm. Um 
And I see a lot of the sort of like self-care on Sundays only, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I know that I've, I've explored this tons because I actually relate to a lot of what you're, what you're sharing too. And, and, you know, I used to totally be the person that stepped over self-care and was just, I thought I could just push through and I was, you know, productivity hacking and all that kind of stuff. And um, in my own experience, I've started to see that even taking a couple hours a day to go for a walk or take care of myself in whatever way I need, um, my productivity and just my overall being just increases dramatically. Um, you know, and what would you kind of say to women that are potentially like in that resistance and they feel like taking time off to take care of themselves is just not possible or it feels like stopping? Mm-hmm. I love it. I actually have a Sunday self-care email list, so it's so funny mm-hmm. that that um, and I think we use Sunday as a structure because it's kind of typically that day where you maybe have some free time. Oh, so totally. it's like, hey, yeah, it's free time. You should do this. Um, and what I would say to the people who see self-care as stopping and, you know, we've already got to be doing something. Well, it's kind of uh, in a vacuum in that way. It's like, well, what for? Like, so what if you stop, what for? Um, and often... Like that's where we get the reason behind it. Like, if there's no reason for you to stop, then you're not going to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're like, hey, wow, I'm really exhausted, I'm really tired, I know I'm not showing up at work, life, whatever, with as much patience or self-compassion or energy or drive, like, I'm, I'm really noticing I need to recharge, then that that may be the why. Or maybe it's like, hey, you know, I'm... I'm just depleted, and and so that can be the why. And so I really encourage people to stop um, kind of subscribing to uh, like I should be doing this. Like if we're shooting ourselves, then yeah. then it's a non-starter, right? <laughs> like yeah. don't ever shoot yourself into self-care because then you're going to sit there. You know, I do this totally guilty of this. I'll sit there <laughs> like you know, quote unquote, doing self-care, and I'm like, I should be doing this right now. I should be no. I'm going to force myself to stay here. I'm like, that's not better. Like, am I really getting anything better for myself there? <laughs> so, um, I really encourage people to like, em- like embrace whatever they're going to do do with two feet in. So, yeah. stopping can be productive, right? Like, and I'm reminded of this time and time again because I get into the cycle as well and. Um, and then I'm like, no, I've got to, you know, I need some self-care. I can notice when I'm depleted. And on uh, Saturday, I spent, we actually spent some time at the property building our place. And then we came home and I spent, I went in infrared sauna and I read my book. And even after just two hours of actually like really nourishing myself and mm-hmm. loving it, I felt like I had a week's vacation. And I'm not wow. joking. <laughs> like I felt so reset after just taking that little bit of time and giving myself permission to really like settle into it and not be on my phone and, you know, indulge the fact that I wanted to be laying down in bed, reading a book and, you know, kind of dozing off. And, mm-hmm. and when I came out of it, I felt so much more grounded and centered. And if I had gone into it being like, oh, I guess I have to do self-care, <laughs> there wouldn't have been the same. <laughs> there wouldn't have been the same as that. Yeah, love it. And it just reminded me as you were saying that, and I know that you started this conversation and um, in the Gather and Stay uh, group that you have on Facebook, which is phenomenal, by the way. And for the listeners, I would really encourage you to get in that space. It's it's wonderful. Um, and we're going to kind of segue into into some of that in a second about the connection piece and that too, which I think is so cool. Um, but you you posted something the other day, and it just caught my glance, and I and I intended to go back to it because I've been exploring this a lot myself around the, the difference between the feminine and masculine energies. And when you just mm. said that about like you know when you're in both feet in, and 
sometimes like for me, I notice Sundays are the day to, you know, to dive into self-care. And then other days it's like a Wednesday <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and kind of being okay with that flow of, you know, and to me, that's kind of like the feminine energy, um, you know, is really just, just knowing when and being able to be in that flow. Cause the feminine energy is like not really super structured. It's, it's, you know, the, the, I always see the masculine is like the structure or like, you know, the, the mm-hmm. container and the feet, the feminine is more of the, like the free flowing. And it's not to say that as a woman, you're just all free flowing. You have percentages of both. But, um, when you said that, I was like, Oh, that's so interesting. Like, like kind of being able to also really know when you just want to surrender into that energy and like, just be totally in the flow. And that if that's a Wednesday, <laughs> that's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're forcing yourself into a structured Sunday, that might not be optimal, right. For you at that time. So totally. Oh, I love that. Cool. Um, yeah, and I love the word surrender. Like, and that that word really resonates with me because I think that, you know, and I'm starting to really explore the masculine feminine energy in my own life and, um, you know, running your own business and mm-hmm. kind of masculine energy tends to be like doing a thing, being really determined, <laughs> yeah. really, um, you know, pushing forward. And the feminine energy is so much more like light and playful and creative mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Um, you know, sensual. And how do we balance between those two and really embrace that feminine creative side in ourselves and nourish it and let go and surrender and allow ourselves to be taken care of and provided for, um, whether it be, you know, in more of a spiritual sense or maybe whether it be from friends or a partner. Mm-hmm. And, um, and how that can be a form, like how that impacts self-care and how we take care of ourselves um, to really embrace the, 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 like I almost feel like there's a, a stopping energy of female, like I can just be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even like, and this really fascinates me, is I saw this video online and so, um, and from my little bit of knowledge, it seems to be correct, but talked about the different way that female hormones work throughout the month and when we're our testosterone peaks and when we're mm-hmm. um, more estrogen dominant and how that impacts our energy and what we want to do. And, um, you know, practice I've taken on recently is being, um, you know, at the beginning of my moon cycle, I take that time off. Yeah. Because traditionally, if you look back, that's a time of like rest and your body's doing quite a bit of work at that point. Mm-hmm. And it's for me and everybody I've spoken with, it's not a time of like energy and like pushing <laughs> forward. It's right. really like motherly, like um, raw elemental biological place where you can just stop and allow your body to, to be in the feminine mm-hmm. and experience that. Um, and I really notice throughout the month a different flow of when I'm feeling really energetic and motivated versus more contemplative and creative. And I notice that I make it wrong to be in anything but driven and like, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. I love that you just went there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's cool. I've been really thinking a lot about that too. And I, and it's funny because I feel like for the first time in my life, I'm really getting it. Like I'm really starting to mm. see the pattern of, um, actually Kelsey Grant said something at a, her workshop that mm-hmm. I was at a couple of weeks ago that just really landed for me. Like you're four different women every month. <laughs> just was like yeah and if you can learn that and plan your your just your your life around it ultimately you know and and know those peak times where you're really in that in that productivity and you're really in your zone and other times where you're really like wow I'm more inward and and wanting to just you know mm-hmm. be 
and instead of having to force yourself through that, and I think if you run your own business particularly, um, or you work in a in a, an industry or a job that you're able to like do your work specifically at you know different times of the month, um, I think that can be a really empowering structure to use. Um, mm-hmm. So you're not forcing yourself through those times when you are menstruating or you know anything. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know you actually. Um, I don't know a lot about it, but I know that I remember hearing something about you used to work like sort of with the um, Aboriginals. uh, What was it that you used to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to work in Aboriginal rights negotiations in the province, in the BC Treaty process. Yeah. The reason why I thought of that was because when you mentioned like the moon cycle and stuff, like they literally used to, the the women who were menstruating, this is, I know this comes from a lot of different Aboriginal um, practices and they would literally like the women who were menstruating would be nurtured and, and honored. And like, they would be in a red tent or like in an, in an area Mm -hmm. where they could be like fully taken care of. Um, and Mm -hmm. I read something recently about, you know, just the, the intuitive, the intuition that's um, increased during that time of your moon cycle, like just incredible, incredible. So I know we could, I'm going to find somebody that knows a lot about (laughs) moon cycles and bring them on here. Right. Um, we did yeah, an episode totally. on, on periods like earlier on and, and it's just such an interesting topic. So much juicy stuff there. So um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the space that you have created on Facebook um, in your Gather and Stay group and then also like what you're creating um, to really have people come together when it comes to self-care and create more connection. Like why do you think that connection is such a huge part of um, like self-nourishment and feeling great? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I see connection as threefold, and you mentioned it in the beginning, was connection to self, connection to others, and then connection to something greater than ourselves. So mm-hmm. for some people, it may be like spirit, nature, God, the universe, um, whatever resonates with someone. And, and I use the online space to create that connected space um, because I really see it lacking in the world, and I really see that people don't take the time to have connection. You know, we're always on our phones, we're multitasking, or doing whatever, and and yet I also hear a lot of people who are lonely and who don't feel loved or who are afraid they're not lovable or don't think they're going to be loved for who they are. And it was really important to me that not only um, did I realize that I'm a really good space to hold connection and that I create it very easily, um, but also that it was really needed so that people could come and, mm-hmm. you know, be real, be open, be vulnerable and have the experience of someone else holding the space for them, where there's no judgment, there's no criticism, there's just like, oh, wow, that's what you're going through? Like, hey, me too, I struggle with this. And, you know, we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago about how like, vulnerability can be such a delicate thing, and, you know, the people we're vulnerable with, we, we want to feel that vulnerability back, and, yeah. and that's part of the, the dance of connection is, that when we create a space where vulnerability is okay and it doesn't mean we're wrong or weak or, um, you know, mistake, then that actually reduces a lot of the shame that we hold around parts of ourselves and allows us to just be so much more free and light. Mm -hmm. And so that's really why I created the space. I love it. I love it. And it's, (laughs) we did dive really deep actually in our conversation about this too. Like, you know, how, how good it feels to be seen for all of who you are and it not be just Mm -hmm. like you have to show up at your best you know like you can show up Mm -hmm. as you are if you're at your best fantastic but if you're you know in other gradient of how you're feeling that's totally cool too and yeah that's in my experience has been so powerful 
and nourishing and feel good, you know? So, and you, um, in terms of like the, the group and stuff, like what do you plan to create there? Like moving forward, are you looking to create a a larger space? I know you're doing like wellness circles and stuff online. Like, what are you, what are you Mm -hmm. planning to do to create more of this for people? That's a great question. Um, I do have the wellness circle, so I'd love, um, they've had a really great response, so I might increase the frequency of those. Right now they're once a month. Um, and then online community, I would really love it to be this space where people can come and talk about the real stuff going on in their life and be um, help in that space. And so it's really this trifecta of having the wellness circle, which is in person, so it's a little mm-hmm. bit more of a connection between people, even though it's online. Um, I do do local events as well, so I actually have that in-person connection. And then this community space where you can come and you know that there's the ground rules where you can show up and be whoever you need to be um, so that you can experience connection in that way. And my intention is sort of uh, that people can come here and then take this out into their lives. Mm -hmm. So I know for me the impact when someone first held space for me and I actually truly allowed myself to receive that space and to be open and honest and vulnerable and they let me um, experience like all these different emotions came up and I was crying and you know and then at the end it was just like cool so what was that like and I remember being like there's no judgment (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it just released so much of my own shame and judgment I had on myself that I suddenly had way more confidence Um, I felt this huge like weight off my shoulders um, and how I showed up outside in the world completely changed because someone held space for me. And so, you know, I'm really passionate about social justice. I mean, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the career I came from, and, and that's something, you know, this local food movement and food innovation, um, and already rights, those are things that I'm really passionate about. And those are professions that call people who are really heart-centered, people yeah. who are the givers, people who don't allow the space for themselves as much because there's so much at stake for other people. Right. And I want this to be the place where those people can come and get their sourcing and then go out in the world and be on the front lines creating and innovating and changing our world. Um, so that's the larger vision I have. That's the stronger reason behind my why. And those are the people that I love to work with because, I know that that's where I can make the most difference, and I know the impact it had on me to be able to propel me forward in my outside life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got goosebumps, lady. That was so beautiful. Mm. And I, I love what you said about, and I, I never really put that together as much as what you just said, like how a lot of those women or, or people, obviously men and women, um, mm-hmm. that, that are in those heart-centered positions or they really care or they're going after something that they, they feel really strongly about, um, often they can hold space for other people or they can, um, they're dedicating so much of their time, energy and focus and, and heart, honestly, to other people that they, they don't really give it to themselves. Um mm-hmm. Which is so interesting. I've never really thought of it that way. Because yeah, it is ten. It, there's a tendency for. It, I see this a lot in mothers as well. Like they really, mm-hmm. and you touched on this, like really holding space for other people and then not being able to take the space for themselves. Um, and I want you to kind of go into this a little bit too, because when I was on one of your wellness circles, what I really noticed afterwards was how nourished everybody felt, and there was this level of energy and excitement. Um, after just, you know, like an hour, right. Of just like some Mm -hmm. connection and and conversation. And sometimes we get all muddled up about what connection is supposed to look like, but it can be as simple as just being with other people. 
Um, and Mm -hmm. what I noticed, um, a theme too, was like really like taking space, like how good that can feel when we can really take space for ourselves. Um, whether that be in like a group environment or on our own to like take care of ourselves. Um, what would you say like for someone who is listening to this, resonating with this, they're like, yes, this is totally me. Um, you know, I totally (laughs) hold space for other people and I, I'm really struggling and experiencing that resistance. Did I just hear a chicken in the background? (laughs) No, <laughs> I thought I just heard a. I want chicken. I was like, "Oh my god, did you get them?" That's funny. No, um, no, well, awesome. Well, maybe it was like a dream manifesting into our podcast here. Um, <laughs> I totally thought I heard a rooster. That's so funny. No, I am not losing my mind, guys. Um, so, like, what would you say to those women that are like super resonating with this, and they're like, "Oh my god, you're to- totally talking about me." Like. How can they start to create more connection and just space for self-care in their lives? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first thing that came to mind when you said how do they create more space for themselves is that we already have the space. It's allowing ourselves to receive it. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes I see that the struggle being like, well, how do I create space for this, this, and this? Or how do I, like, how do I put it into place? Mm-hmm. versus, like, it's actually already there waiting for you. You just have to decide that you want it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Love it. And I think it all comes back to, like, what I said before, is, like, what is it that makes this, like, what's your bigger reason for creating this? Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a coaching conversation we would have with our clients. Like, well, okay, this is a, this is a practice. To what end? Like, what's the what's the vision of life or what's the version of yourself that you wish to create from being able to do this? Um, and how will that change your life? And what exactly is it? Like, are you looking to deepen your relationship? And so you want to be able to deepen your relationship with yourself so you can show up in a different way with your partner or with your future partner. Um, or is it that you want to create the more energy and clarity and depth around the work that you do? And this is the way to start it. Um, and you look at, you know, some of the professions and the, um, the people that these people work in, and it's like, what would the impact be of you modeling taking space to other people who are heart-centered, that they actually get to, like, you know, and I'm just free-flowing here, but in people who have minority rights, and what would happen if they actually got to allow themselves to take space? Mm, um, yeah. And so the, the impact that that can have in our society, I think, are astronomical just by you starting to say, like, hmm, what if I could stay, what if I could take space? Mm-hmm. Um, and what, how would that impact me? And then how would that impact the people around me? Mm-hmm. So you asked the things that they could do. So <laughs> um, one of the, one of the things I would suggest is really starting to notice when you want to take space, like starting to develop that intuition and, and self-awareness of being like, hey, I'm realizing I'm feeling exhausted this might be a really good opportunity for me to take half an hour and, you know, go for a walk or take a nap or, you know, go for a yoga class, whatever it be. Um, and to just start cultivating that knowing, and, and it doesn't mean you need to make a decision on it right away, but to just start noticing when you need, you have a need for space for yourself. And it's going to look different for everybody. So there's no, like, one, you know, solution for everybody, but... Um, just to really go like, hey, what would make me feel like I'm taking space for myself? And make a list. Like, what are things that were, 
you would know you were taking space for yourself and list 10 things, you know. And for me, it's taking time to do a sauna. I love saunas. I think I'm meant to live in the tropics because <laughs> I can live in, like, 40 degrees for me ages. Too. Me too. Um, so I really love that. And sometimes it's yoga class for me. It's reading interrupted for me, like, the uninterrupted, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I'm not on my phone half the time. Like, my phone's in the other room on silent. Um, it's being out foraging in nature. So those are the places where I start to claim space. And I think it's easiest for me to start taking space for myself with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a difference in relationships or with friends or with work where you start to take space. And I think that it's important to start with a low gradient, right? Like mm-hmm. just start practicing with yourself, taking space for yourself, and then work your way up. Like take on some bigger, some bigger bites, and and that's one of the things I work with with my private coaching clients. Is like, okay, where do we start, and then what's the next step? Like you don't have to go zero to a hundred mm-hmm. now. And suddenly I take all the space I need. Right. Um, I'm never working again. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. Um, but it's creating that like sustainable approach where we start mm-hmm. becoming habituated, and we notice our resistance that comes up against it, and we walk through it. And we take the next step. Love it. And I actually love that you went right into the, like, realizing it's already there, like really making the choice that, you know, you already have the space and the time and the, everything you need to create moments of self-care or whatever you need. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm huge about the check-in, like the taking notice and checking in with yourself. That's been so transformational for me, like just to really just mm-hmm. practice, like checking in and going, hey, like, how am I doing? How do I feel right now? What do I need? You know, mm-hmm. like, and... Um, yeah, sometimes it is like I've noticed, uh, you know, this has happened to me a few times recently where I'm like sitting at my computer and I'm like, oh, like getting frustrated, like, why isn't this working or what's going on? And then and then really checking in and going like, what do I need right now? I need to take a nap <laughs> like, or I need to go for a walk. And then it's like a total 180, right, of just a shift in, in how I'm being and how I'm showing up after. So like, yeah, I think sometimes when we when we hit those walls, like, that practice of like taking notice, like you said, like so beautiful. And um, yeah, I love the zero to a hundred. I mean, that was kind of my self-care. I was like, okay, I got to do self-care right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got to do it the right way. I got to, I got to like super connect with people. And you know, like it was just this like, yeah. you know, this, uh, you know, obvious kind of like doing self-care versus like giving yourself that space to just be. So I love that you went mm-hmm. there. That's so good. So good. Um, tell well, us more. And I love, can I say one thing first? I love what you just said there about checking in about what you need because I think one of the things I know when I started this journey is that I was like, I have no idea what I need. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, what do I need? And it would be like, blank. <laughs> and so that can be even the first step, like being like, mm-hmm. what do I need? And starting simple, being like, breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like right. eight hours sleep. Like, just start to actually work that muscle of being able to identify what you need so that when, so that you start working that intuition and when, and you can practice with the bigger things. Like, what do I actually want? Um, And yeah, I remember I just list 10 things and I literally was like, breakfast, make some ice cream. Like, (laughs) what do I want? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Because I know, like, when I was totally in a workaholic state and super stressed, I wasn't really listening to anything that I needed or wanted. You know, I was really focused on what I should be doing versus, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what I really desired. And, 
I think that's really interesting about self-care too because I've, I've seen that tonality around like you should you should be taking care of yourself or you should be taking mm-hmm. time off and I love that you you spoke about this earlier too like you know if it feels like it's a should then it's just it's kind of just more of the same right <laughs> like it's yeah. not really nourishing or um you know and so yeah I love that and and I and I started like kind of designing my own I, I actually saw your email last Sunday which was such perfect timing for me around the self-care practice and and uh I just like I just went in I like I added like seven things on my list of stuff that I did that day that was just totally about me and I and I was experiencing some guilt during it I won't lie mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I was laying in the bath I put like spirulina in the bath and I was like soaking in it and I'm like this is awesome and then like I had this moment of like oh I better you know hurry this up kind of thing like <laughs> I can't be here all day mm-hmm. but by the end of it I really was able to like see wow that was transformational for me and I had shared it with a few a few women um that I'm in close contact with and they were like so inspired like oh my god I'm totally gonna go do that right now and you know so I think that that sometimes it's normal to even experience the resistance once we're in it right like mm-hmm. you know and and to just be with what comes up and and give yourself that space so so cool yeah, and thanks for being real about that because, you know, about a year ago I was going through a difficult time and my naturopath was like, I want you to go out, you need to exercise once a day and you need to go out in nature once a day and it can't be the same thing. Like, you can't just go exercise in nature. like, two separate things. Mm, right. <laughs> um, and so I was like, half an hour each day in nature? Like, how am I going to do that? And I remember the first time I was in Vancouver and I went to Spirit, Pacific Spirit Park, I think that's what's called, the BBC, and... I found a trail that was going to take me like half an hour, and I so I started walking, and all of the things were coming up like I this is indulgent, this is Thursday afternoon. What the hell am I doing? I should be checking my email. I should be going and like yeah. meeting clients. I should, you know, and all the things. And I came to the fork where I was supposed to go, and the trail was closed, um, so I couldn't go there. I don't know, the restoration or something. So I had to keep going on this longer path, and I was like, of course, thanks, you know. Like I was like, yeah. you know, telling me I have to. And as I kept walking, those voices slowly started to dissipate. And I actually got really present with the nature and, uh, you know, looking at all the different flora and fauna and being in the forest. And so there is a point, like what I heard you saying too, there is a point where you're like, oh, yeah, all this stuff comes up. And then it, you kind of, you know, it And then you actually get into that soothing yeah. self-care time. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I love that. What a great story too. Totally. I got the visual. I was like, I could just see you being like kicking, kicking dust, dust up. Like, what is this about? <laughs> and getting, getting right into it. Right. Looking around and, you know, being more engaged and being like, oh, wow, this is actually really nice. Yeah. That's really good. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, I used to actually, uh, when I was in the uh, coaching program that you and I both were in, I, uh, I got sick the first three months in a row, um, mm-hmm. on the same weekend that I was supposed to be going to this, to the, to the training. And I was just like totally floored. I was like, you know, this is ridiculous. Like I'm so healthy. Why is this happening? And my coach asked me a question that really stuck with me and it forever has <laughs> changed how I think about well being and, and self-care and, and just my health in general. Um, she was like, well, you know, why, why, what do you get out of being sick? And mm-hmm. I just, I was like, uh, well, I don't, what? <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the more that I looked at it, she was like, no, like, really? Like, what do you do when you're sick? And I was like, well, I throw my hair in a bun and I lay on the couch and I read my book and I don't do anything. 
And the closer that I looked at my life, I realized that I didn't do that any other time than when I was sick. And Mm -hmm. it really got me like thinking like, wow, okay. So if that's the only time that I get to really just relax and not have anything to do, is it possible that I may be creating these times of being sick because it's literally the only time I give myself space. And Uh yeah. And like, I, I've had a few conversations with people that, that had very similar experiences where they're like, yeah, when I'm sick, it's the only time I can watch TV or it's the only time I can do these things. And I'm like, that's interesting. (laughs) You know, right. So I do the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, it gives me an excuse for why I can sit at home and do nothing. Right. Oh, I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. So I can actually finally, you know, I have the quote unquote reason that I can stop and take care of myself because my body's starting to rebel. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you create it so that, you know, you get this stop time, but then you're sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So funny. Well, and I love what you just said. Like it's, um, I've actually had those moments where I like, I'm starting to get sick and I'm, you know, at first you're like pissed, right? You're like, oh, really? And then when you settle into the sick, you're like, yes, days off. (laughs) Right? So so funny that you, that you get that. I thought I was the only one, (laughs) but I imagine that there are many more. I've, I've, you know, I think um, where I was kind of pointing to with that too, is just like the power of our physical bodies and our minds when we're not Mm -hmm. really taking care of ourselves. And and I often think of it as like the slap in the face and then like the two by four, you know, like, um, (laughs) what, like, what can you say to that? Like people who are getting some of those, those nudges, right? Like it's time to really Mm -hmm. create some space, um, for yourself. Like, yeah, (laughs) you know, I'm, I am a really big believer. Like when I was super stressed out, and really going through this life transformation, I was really aware about, like, the physical impacts that stress could have on my body, and that was enough to scare me into being, like, I need to change something. I need to really take care of myself, and I really need to figure this out. Um, and so not to be sort of, like, the, the dark voice, but there are really real consequences that stress can have on our bodies, and I think that we tend to ignore thing, them until they actually start to manifest, and we're like, oh, shit, we've got to take care of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, talking about, you know, the example of being sick, it's also that time when we allow ourselves to have someone take care of us. So there's all sorts of these little clues that start to come up in what's happening in our bodies and what's happening in our relationships that we can start to see, like, okay, if this is all a reflection of me, um, what is it that I actually need right now? Like, maybe I'm, I need some time off. Maybe I need a weekend off. Maybe I need some really good healthy food or like a a reset in my diet. Maybe I just need someone to really cuddle me and tell me everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And to actually allow yourself to have needs and to to satisfy them. I'm just going to let that land because that was really brilliant what you just said. Allow yourself to have needs. (laughs) Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, I think a lot of us tend to step over that and, um, yeah, I love what you just said too about like the if this is all a reflection of me, um, you know, part of like my self-care has turned into like decluttering my life and it mm. feels so damn good. And it's not something oh, that yeah. I would have ever thought would be self-care. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and I'm like, wow, this feels yeah. so good when my house is like organized or I can get rid of mm-hmm. all of this stuff. So yeah, I think sometimes self-care can look like really different, you know, too, like. Oh, yeah. All kinds of things. So cool. 
Oh, I love that. The and the like the uncluttering of your space leading to the uncluttering of your mind. Like what's exactly. that book, The Magic Art of Tidying Up? Is yeah. that the one? I haven't read it, but I feel like I need to. I do too. I feel like I need to as well. And somebody just mentioned it to me the other day and she's like, It changed my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Oh god. Come bring it that's, on. That's the other clue. So we were yes. asking, like, you know, we're talking about things to look for. There is a book that like ten people have recently been like, Hey, have you read this? And um and I'm gonna totally forget the name of it now because that's my you know, that's my defense measure. Yeah. About reaching your upper <laughs> Oh, I forget your upper I limit. totally forget what that book was. <laughs> yeah, the people keep on telling you about me. And so those are some of the clues we can start picking up on and being like, Oh, you know, what is in that? Um, uh, and if you keep on seeing like signs for a massage like maybe you should just go get a massage like yeah. you can allow yourself to just you're noticing it for a reason you know like maybe it's on your way to work and you're you're like oh half the solid hard how did I not notice it was there well now you're actually you know you're probably telling yourself something I need some space I need some time to have someone loosen up all of my tight knots in my shoulders yeah so good and if you're noticing other people's like self-care and you're like oh like, how does she have time for that shit? <laughs> totally. That's also totally. an indicator. I had somebody say yeah. something so funny to me and I just, it caught me. And I, I remember just reflecting it right back at her because I was like, whoa. Um, I recently, well, it, was, uh, it wasn't recently now, but it was a few months back. Um, I had gone away to Mexico and, and um, I had this, this friend of mine who, when I got home, she said, like, how do you have time to do that? And I just looked at her like, what? <laughs> Uh, we both have the same amount of time. <laughs> like you have that amount of time, and it just it created this whole conversation that was just so powerful. And um, yeah, and I've noticed like I used to do a lot of that. I used to look at other people how they you know they would um, like go to the spa or they would um, you know go on trips or they would uh, you know go get a facial or do things that you know were like totally in honor of what they wanted and and the 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 energy they wanted to give to themselves and. And, like, I would almost have this degree of, like, envy, mm-hmm. you know, of, like, oh, like, how do they do that? And, um, yeah, if you're noticing that, like, envy is such a cool indication of something that mm-hmm. you desire and something that is, like, totally inside of you and waiting for you. So yeah. don't don't stop there. Oh, that's such a good point. <laughs> don't yeah, stop at the envy. Yeah, that's such a good point. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, juicy. I'm, like, thinking of all these wonderful things that I can do to- now. <laughs> for myself so thanks for that yeah like what like I'm like I'm like thinking as I'm sitting here I'm like well I feel like I want to actually dim the lighting in my office today and make it a little bit more comfortable so that I can actually like be a little bit more um cozy in my creation process and not feel so like Uh, under the lights and I I, when you were talking about going for a walk in the forest I was like wow I actually haven't done that in a long time like I'm gonna take my dog for a walk today because that sounds like really nice it's a decent day I'm like oh it'd be great oh nice, nice little break so I'm like oh okay and the facial thing kind of jumped mm-hmm. out at me too so I love that love conversations like this it's yeah cool I know it's um bright and sunny where I am and I'm like you know I'm after this I'm gonna go for a walk <laughs> mm. Souk is beautiful by the way it's a wonderful yeah. choice wonderful choice mm-hmm. blooming Very community cool yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah definitely and talk about wild foraging Oh, Holy moly, so lots of stuff. And wild did... blueberries. Oh, Wild nice. blueberries. She didn't know those existed until a couple years ago. Ugh, <laughs> oh, so good. And they probably dye your whole mouth blue. 
oh my god, yeah. And they taste unbelievable. Like you've oh, never tasted a blueberry before. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Wow. Well, eat some of those for me today, would you? Yeah, I will. <laughs> so um, wh- why don't you tell us a little bit about Gather and Stay, a little bit more about that? Because I feel like there's mm-hmm. what you're doing is so unique and so wonderful and so inviting. And I love that you've brought a real um, warmness to your brand. I love that, like what you said, it's like you're coming into your home. Um, can you share more about like just what the project really is and how people can, can connect with you and connect with your group? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when I was looking at my business and said, like, what do I really want to do and what do I really want to create in this world? And I started working with this fabulous designer, um, Polabora Collective, um, with Alice, and she's at Polabora Collective. And we spent the time doing a slow branding process. So we've been working together for almost a year, um, really distilling the essence of what I wanted to create. And so this has been um, such a, a heartfelt and deep process of mm what it like what down what kind of font and what kind of experience people have here and it's really a reflection of me like this is my like my heart and soul in this business and um what I'm really passionate about as I said is is connecting with people and I love coaching people because some of the conversations like it's have just blow me away and like how is it that I get to live this life I'm so honored with these people and I love cooking I'm like how do I bring those two together and like how like I know they're connected, but how do they actually form this expression? And um, so, gather and stay, like I mentioned before, it's like walking into my house. So it's this opportunity to really take off your shoes, take a deep breath, and concentrate on you. And you can come into the kitchen, and you can get really nourishing whole food recipes that I've made. I'm really experimenting with fermentation foraging right now. So there definitely um, are like your standard healthy recipes, but they're meant to be simple and delicious and really forged from Mother Nature, um, local as possible. Um, and then you can go to the living room, and you can read inspirational content that's meant to like soothe your soul and give you perspective and make you feel like you're not the only one who struggles with these things. Um, you can go into... We have a number of rooms, so you can go into Breakfast Nook, and that's where we hold our wellness circles that we mentioned. Um, we're going to be launching the spa on March 1st, so that's the place where I'll have my nutrition and coaching services. So I have a couple different um, opportunities to work with me there, and that's where you really get to give yourself permission to focus on you. And we're also going to be launching, um, and this is brand new, I haven't even said this before, um, a woodshed, which is, I love and really ties in with the fact that I'm building a rural property right now. Yeah, and <laughs> I've been chopping a lot of wood, and there's some beautiful pieces of, like, maple with these stunning designs. And so I'm going to be making um, coasters and um, uh, cutting boards, and we're even going to be making some, like, live-edge tables and side tables and stuff like that to sell. So it's, like, all of this, like, bringing, you know, connection to nature indoors and um, connecting with yourself physically, mentally, emotionally. That's what Gather Day is all about. So there's all these different elements that we've pulled in about, like, coming to this property and being able to relax and source yourself. So good. Congratulations mm-hmm. on all of the growth Thank and development you. of that. It is so brilliant, and I just absolutely love it. It's so you. Thank you so <laughs> I much. love it. Thank you. Yeah, it's so you. When you were like, we distilled the essence, you know, I was like, yeah, wow, what a powerful <laughs> way to describe that. 
Like you really did. So yeah, congratulations on that. And for the listeners, like totally get connected with Kristen. She is incredible. Mm -hmm. She posts such wonderful content and I love seeing the, um, the recipes and stuff on your Insta stories, super cool. Like you're really creating tangible ways for people to, to get connected and to uplift and nourish themselves. So thank you for that. That's mm-hmm. so brilliant. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you so much. Yeah. And thanks for having a conversation with me today. Um, is there anything that you kind of want to like leave people with before we kind of close out? Anything that we didn't say or anything that you want to say? Sure. Yeah. I have actually one thing I wanted to tell you guys about um, all your listeners about and you about is I've taken on a challenge for myself and probably because it's February, um, which is the love month, as you mentioned earlier. Um, and my challenge is to have a hundred powerful conversations. Mm. So <laughs> this number I don't think quite resonated with me when I first set it out. I was like, hundred people. And I was like, that's actually quite a few conversations. <laughs> and <laughs> my intention with this is to create connection. So I want to have a call with a coaching call with a hundred different people and have them create something so powerful in their lives in their life that they you know they can't unsee what they saw from our mm, conversation. So, so there are gonna be transformative conversations, really encouraging you to step two feet into your power and creation of what you want in your life. Um, and so I'm doing that. I just announced that I think last week. And so I wanted to give the listeners of this show um, an opportunity to be part of that. And so I'm going to reserve five different spots for people who are uh, listeners of Lady Talk Radio um, so that they can get an opportunity to have this conversation with me. And it's complimentary. Um, there's my, my ask is that they show up with their full selves, so whether, yeah. wherever they're at, to really have a powerful conversation to move them forward in their lives. And uh, they can get in contact with me. Well, I'm sure we'll put my contact information in, in the sure. show notes. Yeah. Um, and they can email me about that. Wow. Brilliant, Kristen. Thank you for that. And I saw that post, actually, and I was like, I read it, and I'm like, ooh, that is so, so powerful. And what an offering to to give for others and also for yourself. It sounds like there's just a tremendous, tremendous sourcing and all of that. And you know I'm a huge fan of conversations, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. So good. And. You know, and to be real, it was this, I was like, oh, yeah, 100 people have a conversation. And then I started thinking, like, who do I want to most have a conversation with and how yeah. can I create that? So it's actually been a really fun way for me to be super engaged in creating that for my own for my own project as well. So not only am I asking the people who are having the conversation with me to show up powerfully, but I'm actually creating it really powerfully and, being, and reaching out to some pretty influential people who I would really want to have a conversation with them and impact. Nice. Nice steps. Love it. How was that? Yeah, Reaching out to some, some peeps like that. <laughs> um, it hasn't happened yet. The, the list is in creation. I'm, I'm finding ways to, to get in contact with these people. So I've been, um, I just got over being sick. So the last couple, you know, four or five days has been a little bit of a write-off for me. So I've got names in my mind, and this week it's going to start happening. So just quickly before we end here, because you, you, when you shared that, I, like, got this, like, pinned in my mind. I, uh, I have had this experience in my life consistently 
where people who, you know, who I have thought to be like of high caliber, you know, in their careers or, you know, in some, some sense, I'm like, wow, they're so successful or they're so there. Right. Um, and how reachable they are and how human they are and how like mm-hmm. they're, they're just like us. Right. And, and so a lot of the times I used to kind of put these people on pedestals and I've had a couple yeah. experiences in my life, one of which I will share now because it's hilarious. Um, I was sitting having sushi with my boyfriend, Antonio, and we were sitting there and we were talking about um, Floyd Mayweather. He's a very famous boxer, very successful, you know, whatever. And uh, he, um, we were like chatting about it and we were like, ah, yeah, I wonder how hard it is to get a hold of him, eh? And we're like joking around and we just like type in his name on Google and we're like phone number and like this phone number comes up. And so we, we call the number and it's, no. his, it's his dad. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. It's his dad that picks up the phone. And we were just like, and my boyfriend's looking at me like, what do I say? What do I say? What? Like, what? <laughs> we were just so taken back. And it was just one of those, those situations where I got that lesson again of just like how reachable these people are. And we sometimes can make it out. Like we have to, you know, have a press release or we have to like, you know, we have to somehow mm-hmm. like access these people, but you know, not to say that everybody's phone numbers is on the internet, but it's so, they're so much more accessible than we make them out to be. And sometimes we can just really get in our head about that whole thing. And the people that we totally. see as super successful are often very available and willing, you know, to have conversations and to connect with you. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. good, ex- good yeah. lessons, good lessons. It's such a good lesson. Take people off the pedestal. We're all the same. We're all human. Right. So good. Yeah, I'm guilty of that totally. Like uh, right now, I can feel my heart beating. I'm like, yeah, the people I want to contact. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. I'm sorry. It's definitely out of my comfort zone. That's what it's supposed to be, right? But yeah. Definitely out of my comfort zone. And you're going to just absolutely blow them away. I can just imagine. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear about that challenge and just what that provides for you. And and I really encourage the listeners to get connected. That's such a generous offer. Thank you so much. And we'll make sure that the, the info is in the comments and everything so people can get connected with you. Um, and thank you again so much for sharing this with us. I think there was just so many wonderful nuggets that I took away from this. And that I know there's just going to be so much juice that this creates for people. So Thank you again, Kristen, and I wish you all the best with Gather and Stay. It sounds incredible. And to the listeners, thank Thank you you again so much for tuning in. And if you have any questions for Kristen or anything like that, her contact information is in the blog post that you guys will see below or above, wherever it is. And we always welcome your questions, comments, and topic suggestions. So feel free to send those my way, and I will be sure to answer any questions after the show. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks again, Kristen. Thank you so much. So lovely to chat with you. You too, darling.